0: News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio. Where you want it, when you want it.
1: Oh yeah, we're getting some good vibrations here at 15 minutes after 8 o'clock. Brent looks with you for a few more minutes. As I was saying earlier, the beauty, uh, some of the joy that I'm getting from bringing my time on the CKOM morning show to an end tomorrow is just doing a lot of reminiscing, hearing from people I haven't talked to for a long time and just reliving some pretty fun things that happened over my 40 years uh, doing the uh, mornings, early morning on CKOM. And a guy who has been involved in the entertainment, the bar community, um, entrepreneur, who's been doing it almost as long as I have, is a local guy, Darren Minnesota, And Darren called me this week just to wish me all the best in uh, my next step. But I, had, I, I just wanted to have a conversation with Darren. So many people know him as well. And he's had a very interesting career and life. Uh, you know, Darren, I think of two memories come to mind in my years of doing the morning show tied in with you. Uh, first off is when you owned the McDundee's Bar at the south end of McCurcher. And we were there... 1992, watching the Blue Jays win the World Series, their first World Series, that was fun, and then we had to get on a bus the next morning to go to the Neil Diamond concert in Calgary. That was a bit of a rough ride, but I think the biggest memory uh, for my involvement with you, Darren Minnesota, was Evergreen Park and the Beach Boys, June of
0: 1990. You know, the Beach Boys, I remember picking them up, I had to rent this big, 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 almost a tour bus to pick them up from the airport and... Uh, so we're driving in there. I think there's 16,000 people there and they show up two hours early. And Carl we Dan, uh, just, we're just, just brought up to the stage. And he goes, why do they call that Evergreen? Park?" <laughs> he goes, I don't see Evergreens. And by chance, there was one little Evergreen about two feet tall. <laughs> And I appointed it, I said, Great yeah, did everything. <laughs> yeah, that was a blast.
1: That was an amazing day. So you think about your life there in Minnesota. For I think about you as a an amazing promoter. You were a band manager for a, a lot of years, uh, a bar owner. What's life like for you right now? Are you still doing stuff?
0: Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, thank you for asking and I appreciate all those kind words. Um we uh, do you few remember the Roxy on Broadway. Yeah. Um, that was uh in my opinion, it was a legendary bar. Everyone from Nickelback to Marinus Trench to uh, Default, uh, Ian Thornley, everyone, it uh, was their stepping, I guess, their platform to, to the next level. And uh, they all played the Roxy. And we're bringing the Roxy back. It's called the Roxy Saskatoon. And it's going to, uh, this time we're bringing in a, a sound system from the United Kingdom called Turbo Sound. We're putting in an LED wall and. Uh, we have a format that I think will be very, uh, very welcomed by uh, every genre of music lover in Saskatoon.
1: When are you going to get that going?
0: We, we're going to get open October 1st. Uh, we've probably had six tours canceled on us uh, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our official opening will be March the 3rd. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I believe Raul Cole has uh, a couple of shows presenting for us right now on sale. Uh I think the Trues, a big rack. Uh, Just just a ton of shows, and uh, there'll be a a lot more announcements coming in the next few weeks as well.
1: In this crazy, weird COVID time, are you feeling confident opening up a a live show operation like the new Roxy here?
0: Well, I I am because we're one of a kind. Our Thursday nights are going to be geared around all the indie bands and all the local bands. So our our Thursdays are called uh, Local Indian Live. Our Fridays uh, right now, 90s is the biggest comeback ba- come comeback genre of music in the world. Uh, there's radio stations that are changing their formats, just playing 90s. Yeah. So our Friday nights we have a we'll have a different band every Friday and it's called Bringing Back the 80s and 90s. Hmm. And in Saturdays uh, we're uh, we're doing uh, dance music house house parties. So we have about probably 20 unbelievable DJs in Saskatchewan. So every Saturday we'll be using a different DJ. And then with the LED wall, it's just going to make it. Uh, almost going to make it like you're in Vegas. I think.
1: So are you basically having performances of some kind every day of the week?
0: No, I work at home uh, three days a week, and the beauty of this—the beauty of, of New Roxy has about a 500 seat capacity. It's in the old uh, Jack's Rain nightclub building. Yeah. So we've completely gutted it, and we'll be running concerts probably about 100 a year, but no more like concerts. All our doors are at 6:30. We're done at 9.30, so we don't interfere with the club night. So it's uh, kind of like a multi-purpose uh, concert hall, nightclub, uh, if you will.
1: Yeah. You've had uh, you've yeah. had an interesting life, uh, I think, back over the years, how I've known you uh, in the music industry, as a promoter, uh, managing bands. Any any particular memories you have of your, your career in the entertainment field that really sticks with you?
0: You know, uh, my buddy Ralph James, who's Nickelback's agent, has been hounding me to get a book out there because... We, we have to meet that i worked with over approximately 4,000 bands. But uh, George Jones really strikes out um, the fact that he hated Canada. He said he was never going to come to Canada. So I sent him an offer to come to Canada every month mm-hmm. for 10 years. Uh, and every month I, I had this on my calendar, send George offers. <laughs> so I sent him 120 offers in total to play Canada. Uh, finally, one day my phone rings and God rest his soul. Reggie Mack, George's agent, calls me. He says, Hey, Darren, George has accepted your offers. Now, would you leave us the F alone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great great memory of a great talent, too.
0: Well, I mean, I ended up flying with him on, on his jet, you know, and uh, to Jeez. most shows, and uh, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But my most memorable was uh, uh, honestly, it was, uh, it was probably the largest show at the time uh, with the Beach Boys. Mm. We were played right in the middle of nowhere. I think it was 11 kilometers from Saskatoon. Yeah. We sold 16,000 tickets. And Kim Nisho, he was the uh, third last to go on. And he was just going on stage. The Beach Boys pulled up and said, no, we're going. <laughs> and, and, but if, if it wasn't for that moment, I, I would pr- probably have been sued. Because as you know, um, Kim came off. The Beach Boys set up ready to go. And uh, all of a sudden, he's, you and Kenny were just about to announce the Beach Boys, I believe. Yep. And all of a sudden this wind comes out of the doors, <laughs> and then he's ducking like you think he's, he's birds flying flying this sky.
1: but that was a great day, and you know we had john stamos on on drums, and we had trooper backstage that was a wild day, and then the weather just got crazy with that stage
0: yeah and I mean thank God that didn't blow off because uh, you guys are very lucky at your lives Austin <laughs> i mean that 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 wind was i i I don't know the speed of that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it ripped that roof like off.
1: It was a crazy yeah. day. What a what a wonderful memory, though, And good on you for having the tenacity and and the uh, stick to bring the Beach Boys and so many other great entertainers uh, to our city and to the country over the years, Darren. And I wish you nothing but uh, continued success. Stay healthy, my friend, and we'll look forward to the uh, the new Roxy downtown. I love you, buddy. I love you,
0: buddy, and congratulations on your retirement. And uh, I'll come visit you and Penny every every second week if that's okay. <laughs>